We're speaking today with Dr. Martha Crockett in Wytham Woods, a large estate of ancient woodlands on the outskirts of Oxford. Martha is the research manager at Earthwatch, leading the research program that is, is exploring climate change here. Martha, many of, of us living in the UK who might have heard of Earthwatch's expeditions to the Amazon or the Galapagos might be surprised to hear that there is an important research program taking place right in our own backyard in Wytham Woods, just outside of Oxford. Tell us a little bit about the work being done here and why it is so important. Okay, so the work here focuses on the role of forests in climate change, specifically carbon cycling. Globally, forests store about 70 to 90% of terrestrial carbon, so carbon that's in, in the land rather than the sea or the atmosphere. So forests are very important for storing carbon, and of course climate change is all about carbon. Climate change is all about carbon because climate change is happening because we have more and more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. That and other greenhouse gases are able to trap heat um, from the sun. So we're storing more energy as time goes on because we have more of these greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, such as carbon dioxide. Forests absorb carbon through photosynthesis and forests release carbon through the breakdown of dead organic matter. So that's things like leaves and twigs that fall to the forest floor. The trees themselves, just like us, they also they take in carbon dioxide and then they they release it as we do through the process of respiration. So um, breaking down sugars into carbon dioxide. Um, here in Whiteham, we're working to understand a particular feature of British landscapes, and that is fragmentation and how that impacts carbon cycling. Fragmentation is the breakup of forests into much smaller pieces. That's very typical across the UK and across a lot of the rest of Western Europe. These days, as in the UK, well, in England to be precise, 64% of our forest is within 100 metres of the forest edge. Why should we care about edges? Of course, if we chop our woods up into smaller pieces, they've got more edge. And at the forest edge, you've got more sunlight and more wind, which makes the edges warmer and drier than the forest core. This is a very well established phenomenon that there's a different what we call microclimate at the forest edge because it's more exposed to the elements. If you've ever grown um, tomatoes or a house plant, you'll know that how quickly the plant grows and whether it thrives or not has a lot to do with um, how much or how little you water it and the weather. And it's going to be the same with forests and trees. At the forest edge where it's warmer and drier and there are also greater fluctuations in temperature and moisture, we would expect that to impact those aspects of the carbon cycle that I've spoke about. So that photosynthesis and respiration. Um, so that's what our research is about. What we're interested in is how does the forest being chopped up into small fragments, this fragmentation, how does that impact the carbon cycle? It's very important to understand and stand that in the UK because so much of our forest is fragmented and it's the same across a lot of the rest of Europe. So we use a number of different techniques in forest fragments of different sizes to measure various aspects of the carbon cycle over time. We have a network of permanent plots. There are nine within 
white and woods and in fragments around it. We were set up in 2008 and 2008 and 2009, and since then we've been measuring, as I say, various aspects of the carbon cycle, including um, tree above ground biomass, tree growth, the amounts of dead wood, how much carbon dioxide is coming out of the soil from respiration. We measure that across our different plots and we can compare it between the plots and between the different years when you get different weather conditions in the different years to understand how weather and climate and fragmentation work together, interact to impact carbon cycling. Wow, um, <laughs> there's a lot going on and it sounds absolutely fascinating. Now, are there ways for individuals to contribute to this effort? Absolutely. Um, last year and this year and next year again, we've had um, one day programmes where members of the public can join in to help collect data towards this uh, for this research project. Um, we're running two one day teams next year um, in, I think it's May and September, it might be June, May and September, let's say, but you can find out about those on the Earthwatch website. It's one of a large number of programs that we run where, um, members of the public can get involved in research in pressing environmental problems around the world, including here in the UK. So we like to have people come along and find out about the research at Whiten, which is um, much closer to home than a lot of our other programs. Tell me a little bit about what um, a citizen scientist who becomes involved in something here would actually do. Okay, so it's always going to depend on the time of year and what research tasks are most pressing at that time. But some of the main tasks that volunteers get involved with are um, measuring what we call dendrometer bands. So dendrometer bands um, sit on a tree throughout well, ongoing over a number of years, it's a simple black plastic band with a spring. Um, obviously, trees store a lot of carbon. We want to understand within a season how trees are growing, how they're responding to weather. Um, to do that, if you go back with a tape measure, the changes are not big enough to, to measure month to month. So we back, go back every month and we measure the distance using digital calipers, the distance between two points on the dendrometer band. Um, we do that throughout the growing season and we then get a picture of how the trees are growing throughout the year and responding to weather conditions in that year. We have about 1,200 dendrometer bands on trees throughout the woods and we need to measure those every month. So that's a lot of measurements. So um, volunteers who come to our project quite often get involved in measuring those dendrometer bands. Every two years we go back and we measure all of the trees in, the, in, in each of our nine plots. Again, it's a very big job. Volunteers help with that through measuring tree diameter. Um, at a certain height above the ground and recording a number of other characteristics of that tree. Um, this year we've been doing deadwood surveys, so we've got, I should say, most of these tasks involve a tape measure. We, we do a lot with tape measures and we do a lot with wood. So, um, so when we're doing coarse woody debris surveys, deadwood is a very important component of carbon. It, it stores quite a lot of carbon in a temperate ecosystem. And so we need to know how much there is in our different plots. And so then we measure, we, we go through the plots, we walk along lines and we see how much deadwood we come across and we measure various aspects of each bit of deadwood. There's also leaf litter collection. We like to, or we collect leaf litter and we sort it so that we can understand which species of tree are contributing um, how much carbon to the amount of carbon that's getting onto the forest floor through leaf litter. 
So it's all those different aspects that volunteers might get involved in. That's terrific. Um, it it sounds like uh, you know people are are really able to um, have a a hands on um, uh, un- develop a hands on understanding and feeling for why the carbon cycle and why climate change is is important. Um, and what have you what have you experienced in in um, your work with citizen science scientists in in terms of of the impact of working with you on them? Um, we have consistently people seem to enjoy the project. That's that's one side of it. Um, People who come on our one-day public program teams have quite often been on other Earthwatch expeditions. So they're people who usually spend a lot of time outside anyway, and they're excited to learn about what's on their own back doorstep. But it's not always a novel experience for these guys. What's very interesting is when we have um, people from our corporate partners come along who usually sit behind a desk in a business suit from, I was going to say nine to five, but let's revise that, from eight till seven every day, in an office somewhere in London and they come out and they're on a program to understand um, the importance of sustainability to to businesses um, and climate change and the interactions there and for them we see some some real changes people understanding not just the theory behind sustainability and business sustainability but they get their hands on it you know we're talking about climate change and carbon and what businesses can do but actually getting your hands dirty out there um understanding what that means on the ground um and also understanding more about the scientific process i think that's one really important thing we see headlines in newspapers that say climate change is happening or there's this or that controversy about some aspect of the natural world and it seems very simple science is not black and white and simple and it takes a long time to collect enough data to um to understand natural environments, which are very complex systems. And so I really value being able to take people out into the woods and them getting not just that hands-on nature experience, but understanding the length of time it takes to collect valuable data and the importance of backing up these headlines we see in newspapers with firm, well, well-rounded, well-collected, well-designed science. Martha, um... That we have learned a lot today uh, in a short amount of time um, about the important work that's being done here. I assume that our listeners can find out uh, everything they need to know from the Earthwatch website um, about uh, research programs and uh, in the United Kingdom. And thank you for being on Tanager Talks. My pleasure. That you certainly can find everything on the Earthwatch website. Yes. Perfect. Thanks.